Tinder Tuesdays on the Sealed section, bringing you the juiciest and most scandalous stories yet. Hello Shaggers and welcome back to another motherfucking Tinder Tuesday on the Sealed section. Today I had a listener write in and tell me about one of his Tinder experiences. Now I am just going to read uh, what he sent in and I'll stop throughout it just to explain a few things. So let's jump straight into it. Now he started off saying that he was being a classy lad and had Tinder gold. Now for those who don't know because you have ever been in a relationship your whole life and never had Tinder or you're one of those people who are like, I'm, I'm too good for Tinder. Like I'll never, I'll never download something like Tinder. If you're one of those people, you won't know what Tinder gold is. However, I imagine most of you guys do, but I'll just quickly explain it. So Tinder Gold is like the premium subscription to Tinder. You pay like 20 something dollars a month and you can put your location anywhere in the world and see everyone who likes you and have, I think, more like super likes and boosts and things like that. But anyway, it's, in my opinion, a bit of a waste of money unless you just like have the money sitting there because it's so expensive. However, it is fun. So if you have never tried it out before, I would definitely recommend it at least for one month. I remember I had it when I was at uni. It like came up, it was like half price. I was like, oh, you beauty. I'm totally downloading this. Mum's credit cards all hooked up. Let's go. So yes, mum supported my tindering for a little while there. However, it was short lived. So this was all happened before COVID and he went up to a place uh, with a few schoolmates to go on a holiday and they stayed in a houseboat for a week. So he was planning a few days in advance who he was going to route. So he was swiping through Tinder and trying to set it up. Now for guys, I feel like this is a really smart way to go about it because you really kind of have to sweet talk chicks. Obviously not all of them. Some are just like down like, yeah, I will come root. You don't even like have to tell me anything about yourself. Whereas there's other girls that you really have to sweet talk and, you know, chat to them, get to know them a little bit before they feel comfortable coming to see you. So this is a really smart idea if you do have Tinder Gold because then you're not fucking around while you're there and wasting time. You've already got it lined up. So he starts chatting up this bird and organizes for her to come round on the Friday night. Now he said she was an easy 10 in Tinder pics. Now I just want to say something here in relation to catfishing. I feel like you know you look at someone and it's like yep yeah, they're a 10 in Tinder pics but they could be like a solid six but it's just their makeup, their photo angles, the lighting, all these other factors that make them a 10. So I feel like when you're working for 10, obviously it's a good start. However, you don't know if they're really going to be that 10 because I know myself, like a camera angle makes all the difference. You will never see me take a photo from the wrong angle because I know what works for me and I have a crooked nose. And if I take it from the other side, it looks fucking trash. So although he may have been working with a 10 with pics, we don't know if it was actually going to be a 10. Now, he has a Tinder code and a part of that is to not go on Tinder drunk. So he broke that. So it must have been that Friday night he was drinking and that's when he's had this chick come over. And I think 
trying to avoid Tinder drunk can be a smart idea because you can get yourself in some awkward and messy situations. However, I also feel like Tinder is so much more fun drunk because you literally do not care and you can talk absolute smack to people and have just genuinely hilarious conversations and potentially a route. However, if you're on Tinder with your beer goggles on, you are obviously going to think that everyone is a lot more attractive or you might miss the red flags and then you wake up in the morning and you're like, oh fuck, what the hell did I do last night? Now, I'm not like trying to shame anyone on like attractiveness, like rating them or anything. It's just like, it's kind of just the reality of what it is for people our age. I know a lot of people, especially on Tinder, you're looking at people's photos. Like it is completely based on your attraction so that's probably like why I'm talking about it because like you li- you don't know the person you literally have the only thing you can go off is their looks and their bio so it's basically all about attraction now this guy had a tactic to get her over that is all too common and I think as females we see this all the fucking time And some of us may fall victim to it. However, I'm here to keep us strong and we're going to break down the tactics that these blokes use so we can always be one fucking step ahead of them. So he pulls the classic. Come round for a cuddle. Now, how many of us out there have fallen a fucking victim to this? Hopefully, we are all smart enough to know that that cuddle is fucking bullshit. When they say, just come over for a cuddle, or yeah, like, I'll come over, we can just, like, watch a movie and cuddle, like, or we can just talk and and cuddle, or just fucking cuddle, like, no, he's full of shit. He's saying that because he wants you to think that, yeah, he's different, he's a genuine guy, he's not gonna come over and just fuck me and leave me, like, he wants to cuddle, like, how sweet is that? It's absolute bullshit. They say that, they come over, you think already, oh my god, they're so much more genuine than someone else. And then, because you're there and you already have like, oh my god, these are just this guy's different, you fuck them. Because why not? Like, you're going to see him again, right? Because they just want to cuddle. Or, you know, you just click and then you fuck them and then they get what they wanted and they fuck off. Which, you know, I think that is Tinder. However, there are so many chicks who literally... I can be blindsided by that and I know myself I'll even pull on them like don't be expecting to like get a root because I also say that just in case they come over and they're not what I expect and then it's not as awkward if I shut them down and like reject them they can kind of be like oh yeah like I saw it coming but they always respond to that with like yeah like we can just cuddle I'm like fuck off you are coming here just to cuddle you did not message me at 10 30 at night to come over to cuddle like it's bullshit So this guy gets this girl over and they fuck for about three hours, he reckons, and he thought it was a great time. So once it was done, she gets up, she leaves, he's out to it. Now he wakes up in the morning to what he says is a fucking horror scene of blood all through the bed and all over him. And I can only just imagine what was going through his head at this point because that's kind of a shocking sight, especially if you are not mentally prepared for that. Obviously, she has either had her period or maybe sex has aggravated something and she's bleeding. However, to have that much blood, I would assume it was her period. 
And now this can be super hot and sexy. Like I think period sex is so hot. As a female, I would normally be so much more turned on and horny and everything so much more lubricated and all your hormones that are going, everything just feels like so much better. And also I feel like because it's taboo and almost like the something you shouldn't do makes me want it so much more. And who the fuck is not going to have sex for one week of every month? Like, that's ridiculous. It's 12 weeks of the year that you're not having sex. Like, that's just not happening. Not in my books anyway. Now, the only thing with his situation is that he didn't know she was on her period. And I feel like something with period sex, obviously not everyone's comfortable with it. So you should inform them that you have your period to see if they're down for that. However... She might have gotten her period during sex and not realise. And, like, that's happened to me before my period has started during sex. And I literally had no idea till afterwards and saw the blood on the bed. And I was like, oh, my God, whoops, <laughs> sorry. Wasn't that good at tracking my period? Now, I don't know what she was drinking, but, guys, listen up. Here's a little secret that us who get periods don't generally publicly disclose. When we drink alcohol... Our period can stop. I know myself and like if like majority of my friends, when we drink, our period will just stop and then like come back in the morning. So there have been times when we go out and we're drinking and we see a guy and we're like, yeah, I want to fuck them. And you have to check like, do I still have my period? And then it's a gamble. Like, do I fuck them? Do I not fuck them? Because my period could come back. It could just be gone for a couple of hours. It could be gone to the morning. If I wake up in the morning and there's blood all over the bed, like what the fuck do I do? So it could be a situation like that where she has been drinking, she thinks her period stopped, it's come back. And I generally don't think, even though you're having sex for three hours, you seriously like might not even know that it's your period because everything, sometimes it just gets so wet down there, like you literally just have no idea what's what. However, his story does not end here. He thought he'll try and cover it up so that his mates didn't know. And that in itself would be such a big fucking job because I can only imagine it was all like white sheets and stuff because you're like renting a place out and like hotels and stuff. It's all white sheets. And if you get blood all over that, like what the fuck do you do? How do you cover that up? So he sorts out that whole situation and then sees his mates in the morning and he tells them about how good his night was and just completely leaves out the period part. However, his mate pipes up and says that this bird got up and left the guy that's telling the story and went into his mate's room to go to sleep. So his mate thought that this guy had passed out and had gone to sleep and she got nothing so he starts to fuck her he however puts two and two together and realizes she's on her period so now there are two beds that have been completely fucked up and they're both covered in blood and it wasn't till the morning that they all realized that and they now call themselves the blood brothers The motherfucking Blood Brothers. Could you even imagine having that title with one of your mates? Like, I don't know if it's fucking fantastic or if it's absolutely shocking. Like, I don't even know, but it's so fucking funny. And, like, the name is genius. Now, what a fucking story that was. I think 
it was one thing and then to have the mates come in like fucking crazy like how how does that happen and like both the mates to fuck her and she took both like what a fucking queen she is an animal she was out there to fucking get some and nothing was going to stop her i would love to know what had happened with the other mate like how that whole situation ended like did she leave like what the fuck happened but we'll never know who knows maybe she'll listen to the podcast one day put two and two together and give us her side of the story however it was a mad story and i also do want to say though i already said it period sex is fucking unreal and I think there is never enough conversations about it and we definitely need to be talking about period sex more and I think especially those in relationships and things or if you're seeing someone like bring it up like though it can be really messy there's ways around it like you can have towels you can have shower sex although shower sex is so fucking hard I could literally do like a whole episode just on shower sex and trying to work your way around it but like that can be so hot and sexy especially on your period because fun fact for you all water is not a good lubricant for sex it literally like dries the vagina up instead of lubricating it more so if you're on your period the blood can act as lubrication and like counteract the water so there's like yeah there's heaps of ways around it and I think we should definitely be having more conversations about period sex because I know myself I can get so horny on my period before I ever had my first orgasm. Closest I would ever get to orgasming was during period sex. So I definitely rate it. And I think if you haven't already tried it, get down and fucking dirty and try it out. So thank you again, shaggers. Please reach out to me with any of your own Tinder stories if you would like them featured on the podcast. You can do so either through my Instagram, The Sealed Section, or through my email, emilyduncan at thesealedsection.com. Please subscribe to my podcast and leave a review to let me know what you are thinking about The Sealed Section. So thank you, Shaggers, and I will see you on Thursday. Mm-hmm.